It was only supposed to be a summer getaway. Today on Podcastmagoria. Welcome to another episode of Podcast Magoria's Halloween A to Z. I'm Autumn. And I'm James. And today we have made it to our H movie, H for House. Yeah. And now we can reveal which house we're talking about. Exactly. I was fixing to ask our listeners <laughs> if anybody had any guesses on to which version of house, because I think there's like... I think there's three, three separate movies. Yeah. house movies. Yeah. Yes. Three movies called House and then and then of course there's sequels mm-hmm. to at least one of those. I don't know I don't think that the other ones do. Well, not this one at least. Yeah, definitely not this one. <laughs> oh, that makes that list a little bit shorter. Huh? <laughs> it really does. Yeah. So that could probably help everybody guess that this is House, better known as Houseu. Yes, yes. The Toho classic. Yes. That's right, Toho. The folks that brought you Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So most people think of the Toho Corporation as releasing mm, semi-normal movies that are yeah. for like the general population mm-hmm. of Japan specifically. But this one's a little different from what they usually put out. This is far more experimental than I think what you know most folks were probably expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this uh, 1977 classic coming in an hour and 28 minutes, which is pretty tight time. This is pretty much the average runtime for almost all of our movies on the A to Z this year. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I think that if it was any longer... It'd be too long. It'd be too long. Yeah. And if it was any shorter... It would make less sense. It would make even, yeah, just yeah. no sense at all. <laughs> uh, so this movie's kind of become a cult classic. It wasn't really widely released in the United States, aside from like a handful of people getting their hands on, you know, bootleg VHS copies mm-hmm. throughout the you know eighties, nineties, and such. Yeah, um, it wasn't until I want to say it was about two thousand seven before it actually had a DVD release here mm-hmm. in the United States. With and official subtitling, I think. Yeah, yeah, and then I think 2009 was when it got entered into the Criterion Collection, mm-hmm. as it rightfully should, because it's oh yeah, it's very important just for cinema as a whole, because mm-hmm. it does a lot of very unique ideas for special effects. and For sure. And also, I mean, like, for most people, their exposure to Japanese horror or Japanese, like, movies that have special effects, it's usually not the greatest. It's, yeah. Because, it's I mean, like, the first thing that folks think of when you say Japanese special effects, you go, okay, person in a monster suit, giant zipper on the back. Right. Model city. Right. You know, a kaiju situation. If you're not a obscure horror fan then you miss out on stuff like this and then um what is it uh, uh 100 monsters and i have 100 monsters something like that like yeah like the older movies that have like really in- impressive special effects for like their different yokai creatures and such yeah and this movie in particular uses so many different kinds of special effects yes 
So it is really good to study this movie in mm-hmm. that regard. Yeah. A little bit more into the details of the make the making of it is <laughs> that the director went to his daughter for his, yep. for inspiration for this story and basically what all goes on, which I mean, with that knowledge It kind of makes sense why this movie takes the turns that it yeah. does. Because, uh, what, she was pretty young when um, they came up with the story. Like seven or something like that? Yeah, well, I was going to say, yeah, uh, at least. I can't remember the exact age, but she was pretty young. Yeah. And, you know, and so that's like, I mean, that's it's not a bad idea because the fact that, you know, a child's mind... Mm-hmm. will come up with all sorts of things. And, oh, yeah. And, and, and you can build off of that Yeah, so and easily. it's not tethered down by, you know, strands of logic. It could just right. be like, well, this happens because it happens. You know, yeah. A head floating around just makes sense. Yeah. Other things floating around as well. Um, <laughs> so when the director went to Toho to get this movie made, they were like, this is nothing get out yeah. <laughs> and because like you know they were look like he was looking for an actual director like not himself mm-hmm. uh, to get the film made and it took several years before finally they're like all right you can do it like you go ahead and make make this brilliant movie you got planned <laughs> <laughs> and and, and um, then it becomes like one of the biggest cult classics yeah. of all time yeah and so it's it's great that it finally i mean it took you know, 30 plus years, but yeah. it took a long time for it to finally hit that spot. But I it, feel like it definitely did hit its stride in the early 2000s yeah, yeah. Uh, with internet culture and whatnot. Yeah. Because this movie is very memeable. Oh, incredibly. Like, there was a short point in time there where almost everybody's freaking like online icon was the damn cat uh-huh like, <laughs> either just the white fluffy version yeah. or that striking image of it from the painting yes yeah which would then be like t-shirts and shit that you would get yeah uh, like alamo draft house tends to have house shirts uh, mm-hmm. with with the cat on it and such yeah and so, so yeah like i think that i think that this went from being like someone's little secret crush of a movie mm-hmm. like to now a lot of people get to see it especially since because of criterion but also because of it being stream you know streaming on various services now yeah years. It, it, it makes its rounds it's become popular enough that yeah. it'll be on netflix or it'll be on hulu for a while it definitely I think goes around. <laughs> I think this is the first movie on our list that also inspired a video game because like what was mm-hmm. do you remember what the name of the video game was? It was on NES that it it's it's basically this movie where it's a group of girls running around a house and it's and it's haunted. I can't remember it. I'll tell you what, that'll be a trivia question for our listeners. And, and double points if you've actually played it. Dang it. Yeah, I can't. Are you sure it was on the Nintendo? Well, it might have been Commodore or... or, or, or. Oh, 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 oh. Is it just Haunted House? It might just be called Haunted House. Ooh. Listeners, correct us if we're wrong. Um, but uh, but look it up. I meant yeah, to write I can, it down I before can, starting the episode. I can <laughs> imagine the cover. Yeah. 
Ah, because I, I also feel like it's got like clock tower people attached yeah, to it. I think that's correct. Ah, shoot, I sound so silly right now because this <laughs> is like my wheelhouse. Yeah. All of this, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, uh, that we... fact has completely wiped from my memory. Because I can see in my mind the the what the game looks like to play. Yeah. and I and I remember that you can like fall through the floor. Yeah. to lower levels or whatever, and that is all I can remember. Golly. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh boy. Ah, oh, oh, well. well you know what? We aren't talking about video games anyway. That's right. We should be talking about House. That's right. All right. So let's dig in. The movie opens with an animated title of the word house. Yes. And like uh, the O turns into a mouth. It's like, I'm, 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 Yeah. Nom. It's so cool. I always appreciate a animated opening. Yeah. And this one's just so very 70s too. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and then we see our more or less main characters, mm-hmm. Fantasy and Gorgeous, taking pictures yeah. of, I believe it's Fantasy getting the pictures taken of her in like the traditional wear. Yeah. Well, and, and so this also introduces to us very early on that this movie is filmed in very unique ways where yes. they do a lot of camera tricks and split split screen. And, and like where it's almost like you're reading a manga because mm-hmm. like it's like panels and such. Yeah. And, uh, and which the, I think is fun. And some of the scenes really melt into each other. Yes. Like in this one, it, you think that you're just in like a studio room, but then it's like a classroom instead. Mm-hmm. It's close to the end of the school year. Yeah. You know, the girls are palling around and they end up meeting up with one of their teachers and they're just talking about their summer plans. Yeah. Turns out this teacher is engaged to another one of the teachers. Yes. Mr. Togo. Yes. Who is going to be chaperoning them for their summer. Yeah. Travels. Yeah. yeah, he's going to be doing being the chaperone for uh, for a trip for um, six of the girls. Mm-hmm. Um, Gorgeous, however, uh, will not be joining as she has plans uh, to go on a trip with her dad, who's coming back uh, after a, a long trip to Italy. After the girls part ways, Gorgeous goes home to her father, and it turns out that he wants to talk to her about the trip, Mm -hmm. and, you know, things are changing because it turns out while in Italy, he met a lady. Yes, yes. He's got a new girlfriend that uh, is going to be Gorgeous's uh, new mom, as it turns out. (laughs) That was fast. Yes, yeah. (laughs) And she comes out, and she's like all airy literally yeah, yeah yeah she's wearing like this like white dress and white scarf and, it's and just her flowing. personality is yeah. airy too she's all like oh gorgeous it's so nice to meet yeah. you oh i'm so happy and excited to be a part of your family mm-hmm. Ooh. yeah it's, it's, <laughs> she it's, might as well end every sentence with Ooh. yeah uh <laughs> which any other movie especially horror movie in this case this would be your villain Right. This would be the person that turns out to be like turning the dad against like gorgeous and stuff. Yeah. But, but... <laughs> when I first saw this movie yeah. back in the day, that's what I thought. I thought that she was going to end up being an evil entity. Yeah. It had been so long since I had last watched this movie that I was just like, God, I don't really. I was like, I thought it was. I didn't think that she was the villain, but maybe she is the villain. Like, I, I couldn't yeah. remember who the bad guy ultimately was in this movie. Yeah. And so I was just like, it was it her? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gorgeous, of course, is not 
excited <laughs> about any of this because she's used to it being just her and her dad. Her mom had passed away eight years ago, and so it's just been dad and daughter this whole time. Yeah, she storms off to her room and time passes yeah. and she tells all these feelings to her mom's photograph yeah basically saying why would dad do this to us this is so cruel yeah and we see her looking back on photos of her and her dad and reminiscing yeah. and going yeah he's not so bad yeah yeah he's just doing this one mistake i guess i don't know yeah <laughs> The, uh, the next day at school, we are finally introduced to the other six girls. Ooh, <laughs> and none of them have actual names. <laughs> That's right. We never learned their real, real names because, yeah. of course, we already have Gorgeous and Fantasy. Yes. But there's also Professor and Kung Fu and Sweet and Melody and, of course... We gotta have a fat girl named Mac. That's right. Who is always constantly eating. Just constantly eating. And yes. she's not even like chubby at all. No, no. Like <laughs> she's the way probably they... like five pounds heavier than the right. other girls. Well, because like when they introduce her in this scene, especially like she's wearing kind of like padded, like like baggy clothes and stuff. Yeah. And then you know later on in the movie you see her like in a, you know in a different outfit and it's just like yeah it's like wait a minute hold on <laughs> wait, wait why, why wait. is she the des designated fat girl yeah, right um, <laughs> it's ridiculous but she is one of my favorite characters yes yeah um their names obviously coincide with their personality mm -hmm. archetypes as they're sitting around talking about how excited they are for the summer trip. Um, and they're also gossiping oh, about yes. the teachers. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, it turns out that the uh, the trip is not going to happen. And this is just when Gorgeous shows up to be like, hey, I'm not going on vacation with my dad because he's stinky. P.U. Um, <laughs> instead, how about you guys come join me to my aunt's house? She's in totally invited us. And you get to see my old hometown and all this stuff, which all the girls are excited. Now, unknown to the girls, it turns out that Gorgeous had not been invited to her aunt's house. Because after she does this invitation, you then see her quickly writing a letter to her aunt going, Hey, I hope you don't mind that uh -huh. me and my friends are coming out to visit you. And I can't wait to see you. And, and please don't be too mad at us. And <laughs> almost at me, like, you know, she ends up getting a letter back from her aunt going... Oh, I, you know, I can't believe you still think of me. That's so wonderful. Mm -hmm. Of course, you and your friends uh, can come out and, and, and see the house. I can't wait to see you. It's been too many years. And the stepmom, we might as well call her the stepmom yeah. at this point. She steps in and is like, oh, yeah, I'll come with mm -hmm. you for this trip. It'll yeah. be a, it'll be great. Yeah, yeah, because, like, she wants to get the practice in on being... The there mom. for her and being yeah. Yeah, being her mom. And so, you know. A little weird. Yeah. But she's also giving Gorgeous a, enough distance. She's going to let her and her friends go first. Mm -hmm. And then she's going to come out. Yeah. And meet her out there. Yeah. Which, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I guess, I like, why not just go ahead and go. Just go, just go. with. Yeah. But. but you know, whatever. <laughs> While all this is going on. Gorgeous ends up finding a white cat uh, that she names Blanche. We then have a series of scenes that are very kind of cartoonish of Mr. Togo yeah. 
getting into an accident and having to go to the hospital. And he's just like, I'll meet you girls there. It'll mm-hmm. be okay. You can go by yourself. Yeah. You got this. Yeah, um, it's it kind of this anime-esque, like a, like a Miyazaki cartoon, like on yeah. how the, the town is like getting ready in the morning uh-huh. and there's like all the people just kind of have this little dance about them and uh there's a, a man and his kid like like washing fish or whatever or like like yeah. doing it like just doing like all the happy little tasks and such and, <laughs> and it's just yeah and again it's it's filmed in such a fantastical way mm-hmm. that you just like for a second forget that you're watching a live action movie it's almost as if it's you know, stop motion animation or something. Yeah. Because the set is very, like, cartoonish. Yeah, and if you didn't necessarily know the genre of this movie before going in to see it, you'd yeah. you'd think it was just supposed to be a little comedy. Yeah, like maybe even a kid's film. Right. The girls begin their journey out to the aunt's house, and they find their seats on the bus, and Blanche is already there on the bus. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, this was amazing how uh, Blanche is already, uh, you know, ten steps ahead of them. Yeah, and Gorgeous isn't freaked out or anything. She's just like, "Oh, Blanche, you're here." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, as they're all, you know, sitting around during this uh, traveling session. Oh, and I misspoke. It's not a bus; it's a train. Yeah, it's a train first. And then oh it's a bus. yeah, that's right. That's how I got confused. Gorgeous ends up telling them a little bit about her aunt and her aunt's history, which we get another flashback to World War II and about you know how her aunt has just been alone all these years because mm-hmm. her husband went off to war and she promised that she would wait for him to come home, and unfortunately he never did uh, because you know war is shitty <laughs> yeah and she just chose to never yeah try to find love again i yeah. guess she um, just this was it like she was unmarried uh for the rest of her life we see now after this storytelling that the girls are even further in their traveling and mm-hmm. they are dropped off in the countryside to finish getting to the aunt's house yeah yeah they they (laughs) like i like how when they're dropped off by the bus and stuff it's a terribly obvious like painting yeah the woods and mountain or whatever behind them and such well that's the charm of this movie is that all the backgrounds are painted like that it's so very i i always love that kind of special effect stuff and this one's just so obvious Mm mm-hmm yeah about it incredibly intentional yeah Yeah. i i love it though because i mean they're still fantastic paintings oh yes they end up arriving at a fruit stand where there is a creepy watermelon man (laughs) (laughs) well yeah they only find out about this creepy watermelon man because he's hiding behind one of the melons that mac of course picks up Mm -hmm. because she's hungry yes well yeah they've been journey uh this journey has been like I mean, shit, are they going to Mordor? Holy crap. Well, I mean, she wants a melon now. Yeah. Well, don't blame her. <laughs> <laughs> they ask uh, what direction the uh, the house that they're going to is, and he points them in the direction of it. <laughs> and yet again, it's a big painted background yeah. with the house obviously like in the center of the frame. Mm-hmm. So he's able to point very easily where yeah. it's at. And the girls make their way up to the house. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, he's 
back at the fruit stand going, oh, the lady will be pleased. Yes, yes. Oh, there's something weird about hmm. that melon man. Yeah. What does, <laughs> he doesn't even really have another connection in the story. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Why does he know her and why uh, does he know what's going on with all the... See, that's why we need a prequel movie. We do need a prequel. <laughs> I need a prequel of the yeah. aunt and the mom. And the and the melon man. And the cat. Yep. <laughs> when they make it to the house, Blanche immediately runs into the gate and up on the aunt's lap. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It's as if she knew her. <laughs> <laughs> the the aunt uh, is you know greets the girls and is very happy to see them and they end up wanting to take a picture of course all together uh, to mark this. A momentous occasion. <laughs> um, and then some cat magic happens. Yeah. Is Blanche a spirit? Or is Blanche a psychic cat? Or is Blanche a witch that's been turned into a cat? Like, what's going on with that cat? Maybe Blanche is the ant all along. <gasps> that can't be, because she's sitting on the lap of the ant. Oh. How silly. Uh, yeah, well, either way, yes, the, Blanche uses her cat magic to break the camera. It so is no, ruined. Yeah, so no pictures can be taken. No pictures, please, uh, Blanche seemed to say. <laughs> <laughs> Mac then finds that a melon has been left for them to eat on. So, ah, yeah. oh, what a nice fruit stand guy, mm -hmm. I guess, even though there was no note left with it or anything, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, I don't remember there being a note. I didn't write anything about a note being left in the melon. So, <laughs> <laughs> As soon as they pass the threshold of the door, strange things begin to happen. Mm -hmm. And one of the girls is immediately put in danger. Yeah. Yeah. The um, chandelier in the house starts to drop parts of itself yeah. uh, towards Sweet. Luckily, Kung Fu is super fast and mm -hmm. is able to knock these out of place before yeah. they hit her. Yeah, Melody, of course, immediately goes over to the piano and starts playing music. Doesn't even ask the lady, hey, can I play on can this I piano? piano? Yeah. Yeah, which, um, here, I'm going to tell you folks, if you don't like this song, <laughs> this is going to be a long movie. Also, I guess you don't like My Chemical Romance either if yes. you don't like this song. Yeah, <laughs> which becomes even more obvious uh, later on when she continues to play it. Um, yeah, it's it's just kind of, you know, more of anti-driving home uh, the 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 plot as far as that there hasn't been anybody in the house for years mm -hmm. and that she doesn't even know how to have guests ultimately anymore because yeah. it's been so long. She used to give piano lessons and now there's just no one to teach anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Stuff like that. Yeah. You know, the girls of course, enthusiastically offer to not only make dinner for tonight, but also clean up the house, you know, mm -hmm. get it, get it back to being in good shape. Mac interrupts all of this, though, to let everybody know she's hungry. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the aunt suggests to Mac to go ahead and put the melon in the well out back because it will cool down that way. And they don't really have a refrigerator that will hold the melon. Yeah, well, either. the fridge is broken. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's why they couldn't put the melon in there. Yeah. The girls end up splitting up to do their respective 
chores essentially so you know some go to the kitchen to do the food stuff some just go running around the house uh to do their their choring <laughs> <laughs> they even find mice amongst all the stuff while mm -hmm. they're cleaning meanwhile mac is outside dropping the melon into the well and she's afraid to lose it yeah so she's like gently lowering it down yeah yeah, well, I mean, you don't just throw a melon down a well. <laughs> <laughs> Dinner time finally rolls around. And, you know, and everybody's just having a good time, eating their food and stuff. And they're just like, well, it's time for dessert. Hey, Mac, go get the melon. And uh, Mac goes to do so. But and, she also goes missing yeah, very quickly. Yeah, uh, she takes a very long time. And so Fantasy's just like, well, I'm going to go check on Mac and see what's going on and why is it you know why is it taking her so long so she gets out to the well and goes to pull the melon out but instead of getting the melon she gets max head ah! <laughs> this is another gif that mm -hmm. is just passed around the internet yeah. so often but we see max head like float about and bites fantasy in the butt <laughs> that's like one of the gifts that's just burned into my brain yeah. from this movie. <laughs> yeah. Fantasy, you know, of course, runs back and tells the girls, like, what's, what's happened, that there was a severed head, you know, and that Max, you know, dead, and other things that rhyme. And uh, they, of <laughs> course, don't believe it, but they're just like, okay, like, let's go check it out together. They all yeah. Kung go. Kung Fu leads. Yes, Kung Fu leads. Uh, they go to the... Uh, to the well and they gently pull up the rope and reveal that the melon's there uh hooray <laughs> <laughs> yeah she must have just been having a heat stroke or something yeah, i something, don't know yeah. well, that's fantasy for you yeah she's always living in her head <laughs> so silly it's just a melon here yeah mac must have went to go find some other food somewhere else. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, also amongst all this, um, Auntie, who has been in a wheelchair this whole time, ends up getting up out of her wheelchair to walk over. Basically, just be like, oh, silly girls. Uh, let's have some melon. Yeah. Uh, as they're eating the melon, Fantasy is watching Auntie. And Auntie is staring at her, and she keeps doing this silly thing where she takes a bite of the melon, and then she reveals that she's got an eyeball in her mouth, oh, yeah. and it's, it's looking around. And it's just it's such a goofy gag, but I absolutely love that. Yeah, and Fantasy doesn't say anything about it either. No, no. She's just like, I must be crazy. You know, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no way there could be an eyeball in her mouth. Um, we see Sweet cleaning up the house some more, mm -hmm. and uh, Mac is still not back. It's a little later on in the night, but everybody's still just like, oh, don't worry. She'll show up again. It'll be fine. Sweet goes on to try to find bedding for everyone and finds a doll in yeah. the room instead. A creepy doll. A creepy doll that starts kind of... Making weird noises mm -hmm. under its breath, too. While all this is going on, also, Kung Fu is uh, outside splitting up logs in a Kung Fu kind of way by throwing the logs up and, and splitting them with her feet. And and also, <laughs> like, the logs start flying around. Well, <laughs> and then she has a fight with all the wood. Yeah, yeah. And she's just like, well, that was ridiculous. <laughs> like, she just <laughs> doesn't think anything of it. <laughs> <laughs> Gorgeous is 
taking a bath during all of this Mm -hmm. in her own little world. And as the girls continue to begin to have these weird experiences, Mm -hmm. the the aunt is going around and dancing like on the ceiling. Yeah. Being like, hee, dee, dee, ah, da, da. Yeah, well, she she comes over (laughs) into the kitchen where Professor and, and Fantasy are cleaning up and is being all weird and then ends up walking inside of the refrigerator which fantasy sees this and just like what the hell yeah yeah you know, rushes <laughs> over and opens up the fridge and the fridge is empty and yeah like it's then it's almost like auntie is um setting home alone traps around the house because she starts to like touch things and move stuff around you yeah. know and like is like i don't know putting a curse on the piano like so yeah. so it's obvious that she's setting up the doom for each one of the girls <laughs> I also like to note that um, cat music is playing during this part as well. Yes. I said, oh, they must have got that cat keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just like, okay, this movie's already kind of going off the rails. Yes. It starts out fairly normal and then. Whew. Yeah. Gorgeous ends up going up after her bath goes to a bedroom and starts looking at old photos and, and belongings of auntie and. Uh, starts to put on makeup and such in the mirror all the while this is happening we get a nice instrumental from melody Mm -hmm. who continues to play uh some my chemical romance (laughs) (laughs) and in the background we have a skeleton conductor yes yes he's just like (laughs) (laughs) i love it it's one of my favorite moments in mm-hmm. this movie. Gorgeous continues to rifle around in her aunt's old stuff and finds like hair accessories and more of her makeup. And as she's doing this, she starts to laugh to herself. And mm-hmm. we see flashes of her in the mirror and then flashes of her aunt in the mirror. And as this keeps rising in tension, she bursts into flames essentially. Yeah, yeah. Her face like. <laughs> starts to crack and like the mirror face breaks off and reveals like flames uh, underneath like yeah, it, it's a really it's, cool effect and then it's like it's whole, her whole body too yeah. it's just like a flame filter essentially yeah while this is happening melody of course is still playing the damn piano like i said you know if if you if you don't like this her playing the piano, you're going to be having a hard time because uh, it keeps going back and forth between her doing the piano playing. Uh, and then uh, we check back in on Sweet. Sweet is still trying to like prep, you know, the bed area. And she ends up getting like attacked by like the futon, essentially. <laughs> like... Yeah. Well, we hear Melody scream first yeah. and Fanta and Professor go and check on her. But as they're running to go check on her, that's when Sweet gets attacked by the futon. And then we have another split up happen of Professor yeah. and Fanta. Okay, and, so, okay, so the, like just to ease us having to go and then they go back to and then they go back to mm-hmm. and then they go back to again. Because this happens a lot where it's just them running back and forth. Just Sweet's having a hard time with the futon. Melody's having a hard time with the piano. Sweet disappears into the futons. They can't find her. They find her clothes. They find her clothes. They find the creepy doll. And then Melody ends up still hanging out with the with the piano. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, 
turns out Melody's okay. Yeah. Professor just had to put a Band-Aid on Melody's finger because she got it pinched or something. Yeah, yeah. The piano bit her, so that's that's unique. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy, of course, is having a real hard time with this and is freaking out. And they... uh so to calm her down, they tell her that, you know, the, the handsome teacher is on his way and he's going to save her. And so she has, uh, much to her namesake, a little fantasy of him, like, like being a knight on, in, in shining armor, uh, coming to <laughs> save the day. And she you know, calms down. They also realize that it's been a hot minute since they've seen Gorgeous. Yeah, we should probably go find her. Mm-hmm. But, of course, they... Can't find her either. No. And when she does pop out, she's got different clothes on and her overall demeanor just seems different. Yeah. And since everything's going kind of screwy, they decide they should probably try to call someone. Mm -hmm. But, of course, as in all horror movies, the freaking phone line is down. Yep. Gorgeous ends up offering to the girls. She's just like, well, how about this? You all stay here in the house and I'm going to go run down to the police station and uh, tell them what's up uh, and save the day. As soon as she walks outside, however, that's when the real haunting begins. Yeah, this is when a lot of the wacky stuff starts to happen and it becomes a little hard to keep up with. Yeah, yeah, because it's just like, first of all, the editing gets really wacky. Yes. uh, With all the different effects. It becomes ten times more cartoonish. Yes. um, Because that's a lot of the special effect in this is making it seem like it's a cartoon. Yeah. You know? Gorgeous is singing in the fog and is juggling some balls of light. Yeah. And we finally check back in with Mr. Togo because he's he's supposed to be on his way by mm-hmm. now. He was just supposed to spend the night in the hospital and be yeah. out the next day because he bumped his head. Um, he's just stuck in traffic. He's stuck in very heavy yeah. traffic. Yeah, was there like a rock band having a concert on a no, tour it, bus? No, it's one or? of those it was one of the it's one of those big customized uh cars that they do in Japan. Ah, I see. Yeah, (laughs) or or at least that's what it looked like to me. One of those, like, I can't remember what they exactly call them, Mm. but you know, they they customize the cars with all the, like... They pimp their ride. They pimp their ride to the extreme. That's all I had to hear. (laughs) They pimp pimp their ride. Ah, (laughs) I wish I could remember what it's called, though. Oh, I'm failing all my weebness in this. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Kung Fu tries to use her strength to, to break out of the house. However, uh, it's nothing doing, as they say. Yep, no use there. Yeah, Professor thinks that there must be some sort of device. And I like how, as she's walking around the room going, hmm, hmm, the rest of the girls are walking behind her also doing a hmm, hmm. hmm. Yeah, it's super cute. Yeah. She tries to form some sort of plan for him. Professor ends up uh, asking Melody to play the piano to calm down the mood after they uh, find what seems to be Max's hand uh, in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> so they go off to the piano room and Melody plays that lovely old tune yep. that we all love. And they now start to worry about Gorgeous again. Mm-hmm. They haven't seen her in a minute. She yeah. should be coming back from the station by now, right? Yeah. Well, they can hear her singing along with the tune. Yeah. And uh, and they're just like, well, that's strange. So Professor and Kung Fu go out uh, to find her. 
and fantasy stays with melody like that that seems to be the kind of pairing they're also looking for gorgeous in the house unfortunately melody shouldn't have been playing the piano as long as she had been because mm-hmm. of the fact that it is a cursed piano the keys start to light up different colors and then the piano starts to cut off her fingers and then her hands and then the piano eats her whole fucking body yeah and it's just yeah and jumbles around her parts and- yeah she seems to be fine. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, she stops screaming and then just starts laughing about it. <laughs> While still making a screaming face, though. Yeah. I, I honestly, I don't know a lot about the production, but I feel like they probably changed her screaming post-production yeah. into the laughing because sometimes they do that kind of stuff so people aren't too scared. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was just too scary. <laughs> Professor and Kung Fu, they're still looking for Gorgeous and they end up finding a journal that Gorgeous had left behind. It's the Ant's Journal. Yeah, called Lonely Days. Yeah, Kung Fu ends up seeing Sweet trapped inside a giant clock, uh, which then <laughs> the clock starts bleeding and and they're just like, oh, geez, you know, bleeding sweet clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little out of the ordinary. Uh, so much so that they actually run. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> uh, they end up finding uh, fantasy and Melody's flying body parts uh, while her fingers are still playing uh, the piano. <laughs> Time for a ramen break. We yeah. gotta check up on the teacher. Yeah, with so what's, what's uh, yeah to? with Mr. Togo. While yeah. while all that craziness is happening, yeah. he's just having a good old time eating some yummy looking ramen. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> like I wish I was him right now. <laughs> All right, now that we've checked up on him, back to the girls. Uh, the girls are building a barricade uh, within the house to try to protect themselves from all the craziness that's going on in the house. A professor is reading the journal and learns that the aunt has been waiting for her husband to come home uh, from the war. She doesn't need to read any more of the journal because that's when the giant head of Gorgeous comes into the room. <laughs> Jump scare much. <laughs> yeah, and Professor's just like, well, I guess she's in the ants' world now. Yeah. Um, nothing we can do for her. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And speaking of crazy, why don't we get to more of that uh, house craziness, you know? Yes. Uh, we just get scene after scene after scene. Yeah, yeah. Now. It, it's, it's just It's just bouncing back and forth between Kung Fu fighting the the, the specter of Gorgeous, uh, Mr. Togo still trying to get there mm-hmm. uh, to the house. Kung Fu, who is ultimately our hero <laughs> of the mm-hmm. movie, unfortunately gets sucked up into a light mm-hmm. and is taken apart, literally. Yeah, she... You think that she's got it at first. Yeah. And then as soon as her head goes into that light and it picks her up, like, you're like, oh, no, our our favorite. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But she in somehow keeps within the right mind, even though she's been split up into parts, knows that she needs to damage the picture of the cat. And mm-hmm. so her disembodied leg flies and hits the uh, the painting of the cat. And if you thought all hell had already broken loose, you were terribly mistaken. Yeah, because now the room starts just flooding with this blood. Yeah, that, I'd that, just say cat yeah, blood. Cat blood, yeah, yeah, that is just spewing out of this painting mm-hmm. now. Because I guess that kick was what did the trick. Mm-hmm. And we've critically have harmed this spirit yes 
professor and fantasy are like floating around in the uh, uh, in the in the blood water. Uh, uh, professor ends up falling into the water and her clothes dissolve and then she's mm-hmm. swimming around naked and then she eventually dissolves. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the more important thing is that she dissolves. Yes. Even though Fantasy kind of falls in that water for yeah. a second and she's fine. Yeah. She's able to get back up on the panel. Gorgeous ends up coming down the stairs and it's kind of like this flash between it being Gorgeous and the ant. Fantasy comes up to her and uh, embraces gorgeous which is you know ultimately the doom for fantasy mm-hmm. yep we get a fade to black and we see the stepmom showing mm-hmm. up finally yeah she shows up to the fruit stand and sees mr togo's car there yeah. which during all the chaos he had made it to the fruit stand and got drunk with the fruit stand owner yeah his car's piled up with bananas. Yeah, I uh, believe that Togo got turned into bananas. I just remember him going, banana, 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 yeah. banana. Yeah. So maybe he did get turned into bananas. But she makes it to the house and she can't find anyone. But she does end up eventually finding Gorgeous. Yep. And Gorgeous just is like, oh, be quiet. Everyone's sleeping. They'll mm-hmm. be up soon, though. And... They'll be really hungry, too, yeah. when they get up. Yeah. Stepmom's just like, okay, that's cool. And they are just sitting there, staring at each other, smiling. As this is happening, the stepmom catches us on fire. Yeah, she starts to burn, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we get a vo- voiceover about love and cherishing memories yeah. and blah, 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 blah. The end. The end. What a wacky film. Now, I will say, this is a film that I've seen quite a few times in Mm -hmm. my life, and before, I've always been in the camp of the internet of, oh my god, this movie is the weirdest movie I've ever seen. None of these scenes make sense. Mm -hmm. Watching it now, after not seeing it for so long, I think everything makes sense. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I mean, like, so... Outside of the fact that it's filmed in a completely wacky way. Yeah. Um, how cartoonish it is. That's, and I think that's the part that overshadows the, you know, just the kind of bland story. Like, it, yeah. it's, it's very, very, very basic haunted house, spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've seen The Haunting, if you've seen, you know, uh, 13 Ghosts or any House on Hill, mm-hmm. any of those kinds of movies, it's the same story. Yeah. I think it's because they don't necessarily fully explain how the ant... Yeah. Has these powers and yeah. like what exactly is making this stuff yeah. happen? Because there's no amulet. There's no mis- like yeah. magic book. She's there's not nothing. a witch. Yeah. She's not taken over by a demon. Yeah. Yeah. We like, don't even really know what's going on with the cat. Like, yeah. Maybe it's just her being so sad about her love being lost that she gained yeah. these powers. Who knows? And we don't necessarily need to know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's just a perfectly fun ride. Yeah, it's just a fun little spooky story Mm -hmm. with some funny scenes, some fun characters. Yeah. And as I say, like, this is a movie to study for just scene work in general and special effects. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's uh, quite the showcase of random things. And I mean, 
it's just so insane. Like the parts, like for instance, with Melody and all of her random body parts. Yeah. Uh, flying around the room. And also when Gorgeous's like disembodied giant head comes into the room to tell right. about what's going on, her head dissolves and then it's just like her eyeball or it's just her mouth, like mm-hmm. giant mouth you know talking like yeah and it looks of, cool yeah and and i mean you and you see a lot of the shots or a lot of the concepts that are in this movie they influence a lot of future things yes. um, because like for instance with super mario 64 the uh, painting with, thing with the painting thing yeah. and then the the piano mm-hmm. attacking and then silent hill yeah, you with know, the head. The giant head and stuff. Like, there's there's so many other video games especially, but even movies, I would say, that that share similarities. And mm-hmm. I would love to just kind of, you know, one day maybe revisit in better detail, like, all the different things that came from this project. Yes. You know, and, 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 and what's so amazing about that is, you know, like we said at the top of the episode, this was a relatively unknown, unseen film mm-hmm. in the States, at least until the early 2000s. Yeah. But you will hear a lot of people put this on their list of yeah. inspirations, yeah. especially now. Yeah, it's I think it's been in the in the shadows, you know, influencing you know horror media for a very long time. And, mm-hmm. and especially anybody that's in like the horror industry, like, you know, you've got your different schools of of thought or or approach towards horror and um you know some of your people go like well i'm I'm more of a john carpenter type i like the the killer i like that kind of thing yeah and then you've got your people are more on like the house side of things and so it's it's i don't know it's it's interesting just to kind of see where this kind of branches off within the horror genre for sure so verdict then james obviously like it like i don't think we even need to give a verdict <laughs> yeah yet. there's not yeah. a verdict it's it's a classic Good. that needs to be watched yep. and um i'm glad to finally kind of have a review yeah yeah finally got around to talking about it because this has been kind of in the back of our minds uh since we started the show Mm -hmm. Um, so glad we got to finally um visit it if you want to watch it it is currently streaming on max formerly hbo max and who knows what it'll be called in the future it it makes its rounds also on shutter uh amc plus uh, everywhere yeah, everywhere so if you don't catch it on max it's probably just streaming on something else but i del- i also recommend you know just pick up a copy like it's usually relatively cheap so yep criterion yep go to your local barnes and noble and pick up uh, a copy of house all right that brings us to the end this episode of podcast magoria our next episode is our i episode i standing for infinity pool oh a new one a new movie yes okay um so join us (laughs) finally yep until next time if you find yourself and uh in your group of friends going out to a distant relative's house that you haven't seen in a very long time and things start to go awry don't split up into groups stay together stay safe and most importantly you must stay spooky scree 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 Bye. You've been listening to Podcast Magoria with Autumn and James, starring Autumn Campbell and James Davis, produced by Taryn Westville, with music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 
and be sure to follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for posts related to Podcast Magoria Productions. And as always, stay spooky. Ha, 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 ha.